I'm Laia. I'm Justin. And I'm Rachel. And of course, we all know we are still in the midst of some very uncertain times. However, Love & Grit is very certain that we are here to continue to be your outlet connection, inspiration. Philadelphia is going to rise above this. That's right. We are compassionate. We believe in uplifting each other. And we believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And love is right. in our DNA. In our DNA. And speaking of upliftment, let's start this show off with some hilarious uplifting. Because this week, we are going to have laughs as one of Philly's kings of comedy, award-winning Turek Gordon joins the show. Of course, we do this weekly NBC 10's Anya Lachelle, she will be bringing us good news on the weekly. That's what we need from Philly Live. And also, how lucky are we? We got one of Philadelphia's adopted sons, super duper iron chef and food philanthropist, Jose Garces, will be joining us as well. Let's do a lightning round. I like it. I like it. Who's going Favorite first? street in Philadelphia. I'm going with Delaware Avenue. You have Cherry Street Pier and Penn's Landing. There's actually, it's so long. There's a lot of um, places there. So yeah, that's Delaware Avenue is mine. Uh, I have a lot, but I'm just going to go with Walnut Street. Start it around after Broad, start around 15th and just go down all the way to 19th. You got food, you got shopping. Hey, Urban Outfitters, you got Stephen Star Restaurant, whatever you need. In those four blocks, you have it, and a couple banks. <laughs> you're, you're high rent. That's a high rent couple blocks there. I, yeah, I just shop there. I don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Corinthian, which is actually in North Philadelphia in Fairmount. Um, Eastern State Penitentiary is on that street, and I used to always take it to go to high school, and it, I don't know, it always felt very Philly to me even though it's a wider street than normal streets in Philly. And they've developed a lot around in that area too. Mm -hmm. So they're eating over there too. I'm yep. always about the food. Okay. <laughs> All right, well that was our lightning round, but now let's get this show started. And of course, if there was ever a time that we needed to laugh, it's now. So we call one of the masters, our king of comedy, Toure Gordon, making Philadelphia laugh for more years than he'd like us to mention. So ladies and gentlemen, our king of Philadelphia comedy, Toure Gordon. Yeah. Welcome. Hello. How's everybody? Hello. We need some laughs, too, Ray. Oh, listen, I need some audience. I need some, I need some people to laugh. This is a perfect thing. Love and grit yes. can make that happen. Listen, I get material every day. Just short story. My lady's in the medical field, so she's essential. And she's every day out there. And I just make little jokes like, I said, I might not be feeling well. She said, well, look, you got to make sure you sanitize the house because I can't be sick. I'm Damn. the only one around here right. making money right now. So, <laughs> I mean, that is shade. My kids are home, but I got teenagers, so I don't see them during the day, and that's that's good because they don't, you know, they don't come downstairs. Wait, they don't where are me. they? They're in their room. They're in oh, their good. room, man. They're asleep. They come out to eat. I know they're up there because I hear them log on to different things, and and I hear their TVs come on and off. But it's been pretty cool during the day. I'm I'm good. It's when my wife come home at night, I gotta. We got to find something to watch. That's what are you watching? Uh, well, whatever she wants. So it's all. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It makes you like, it. yeah, man, because I'll find something to watch. But she has specific stuff that she watches. So all the Chicago is Chicago PD. Oh, my Chicago gosh. Fire, she wanted those. Chicago Med. Yes. 911. We got to watch 911. What's the other one? The one that makes you cry every Wednesday. This is us. This is Not us. This that and the other one. And um, the other one. This is the things we like. There are like some first. rough TV yeah. dramas you're watching. Yeah, man. 
I wonder so how many I, people are like evaluating their partners and be like, okay, now this is the partner I chose and I'm now, you know, in the house with 24 right, like, seven. I know my lady <laughs> never quiet. I figured that out about her. You just yeah, figured that and, out too, Ray? Cause you know, I'll be on the road. Like That's my relationship is built on me being gone for like yes. months. I have a similar like, one. I in this all romance cause I ain't seen you in a week. Yes, yes, I know it well. Yes, man. So being home, I'm like, I'm a a Gemini. I'm an introvert. I'm quiet. Like, I watch TV and just watch TV. I don't have to talk to it. (laughs) I don't have to talk along with it. And she be all on it, right? If she's not watching TV, say she's back at school, so she's doing her homework. If she's on her laptop, she's humming. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Right. Like, she's never quiet. So she snores when she sleeps. She talks when she's awake. She's never quiet, and, you know, to keep up the conversations because she can tell now when I'm not listening. Like That's before, I, funny. I, I, had that, you know, I had the ability to like look away uh-huh. and still seem uh-huh. like I'm interested. Now she be like, oh, you're not listening no more. I'm like, no, no, I, 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 got, I heard you. That's now, the thing with this, but, is that people so. know if you're listening or not. Like, I mean, I used to avoid answering the phone all the time. Rachel knows this, but now mm-hmm. I can't. Better, she knows like, where, where are you? Where Dude, are I, you? <laughs> you want to talk to me, you t- the best way to reach me is text me. Text. That's, I st- that's like, And so that's the crazy funny. thing now, because they be like, yo, you should put the FaceTime, we should go live. Like, yeah. I was never that dude before. But wait, too late. the first thing I've done, like, that face is made for TV. I I know. know. He said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't got to tell me. We still have mirrors. I know. (laughs) You don't got to tell me. I'm still good. Too have you been keeping up with any of your fellow comedians, your peers, all your Philly folks? Because, you know, now. You know, definitely keeping up with the comedians. But via text. Right? I have a full scale text conversation with you, but. FaceTime me, I'm not answering. <laughs> but I mean, I've been keeping track on them, man. A lot of them are struggling, man. It's fun to watch, too. Comedians oh, are no, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comedians are distant. Comedians out there selling T-shirts. I'm like, that's a horrible shirt. I wouldn't buy that <laughs> if I could go outside. That's a terrible idea. Can't nobody go outside and you selling outside stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody buying no shirt right now. Me... I've been trying to make it by through the grace of God and my royalties from Sound Exchange. You know, knock on wood, I've been okay. I'm not out here. Because your wife yeah. said somebody in here got to make the money. Well, you know, I, I waited till the first of the month to pay the bill. I gave <laughs> all my utilities a little something. I told them split it up. Like, we don't <laughs> all the, I said, look, I got $100. All y'all split it up. <laughs> you guys decide. You decide. Funny that spending more time with your partner, you find out more things, how they really feel about you. Like, like my mm-hmm. husband, I said to him, like, oh my goodness, you know, babe, we've been getting along great. This has been pleasant, you know, yeah. teamwork, dream work. And he's just like, yeah, we only have issues when you're bossy and then I have to stand up for myself. And I'm like, wait, that's what you've been telling people? Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I'm so pleasant. The way he said it, that's definitely what he's been telling. He said he's the only person. I have to stand up for myself. Like he wasn't talking about himself. <laughs> Shout out to Rob. Rob is the same. Rob is the same. That's definitely the rap for you. The eyebrow went up. I was like, no, me? Wait, what? Tell us your Philadelphia, sir. Where did you grow up? Grew up in North Philadelphia and then moved to East Oak Lane area. So 23rd Clearfield to 68th and 12th Street. Went to Cardinal Doherty High School and then Temple. Went from Temple to to the Laugh House and then from Laugh House to stages all over the world. So for real, like Philadelphia is the reason probably why I'm 
able to be one of the most consistent comedians in the world. Why like, do you I, think I that is? That. Talk about that real quick, Tore. Why? You well, because if you from Philly and you all right, you gonna be all right. You gotta go get it. You gotta go get it, and you gotta have it accepted from Philly. Like you know how we are. Like I work for marketing at Live Nation in the Punchline, and mm -hmm. what I tried to explain to them was like Philly's a rare city. Because regardless of the racial lines, we mm -hmm. party and socialize together. Mm -hmm. We might go back to our individual neighborhoods, mm -hmm. but we party and socialize together. So y'all can't have entertainment that's only built for one thing. Got to mm -hmm. appeal to everybody in Philly. And yeah. it got to be good. And it got to be from Philly. Like, if you ain't from here and you ain't doing it the right way, we're going to tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you to stop. Like, don't do that. <laughs> but I was saying, my mom was always concerned about me and my relationship, of course. So she's like, "Well, how's Tamara doing?" And I'm like, "Surprisingly, well, because I'm the one that's kind of been sent home. I'm the one trying to figure out what to do and all yeah. of that. Right. So I know I'm tense. You know, what you I mean? got restless energy, mm -hmm. man. I was already in insomnia without being watched. Now I'm under surveillance, like." Why you, why you not coming to bed? I'n like, because I'm, I'm not tired. Like I'm not used to having to explain myself. So Wow. Yes, but what are I'm you writing is, more material now? Like, uh, it's you... definitely finding so much more material yeah. because we've all been reduced to everybody's on the same level. Mm -hmm. Like when you see Mariah Carey sitting in her living room singing, everybody. <laughs> yes. Like everybody on the same. Like so, it's like you better find some better material on how to look at things in a more diverse way or or more unique way, because it's definitely going to be something to talk about. It's not, for me, going on Instagram, as I call it, virtual begging with my cup. Cash at me. Where can we find you on social? Tell us your Instagram and all your social accounts so we can and find you. Instagram where the is at Comedy by Ray. The name of the album is called Ray Live at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. It was taped at the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Norcross, Georgia. But all my social media is the same, at Comedy by Ray. And my name is spelled T-U. R-A-E. So yeah. when we think of Love and Grit, we think about everything that Philadelphia has to offer. We think about that being in our DNA. We think about it being determination and resilience and the compassion. When you heard Love and Grit, what came to mind to you when it comes to our city or our region? That's a great description of Philadelphia. I felt as though as an artist, I didn't have to leave Philadelphia I've been supported by Philadelphia my whole career. It's almost a love affair because Philly has never shown me nothing but love and support. But it's been a grind. It's been that grind. It's been those nights where it wasn't but three people there. And it's been those nights where it was 3,000 people. And that's all happened in Philadelphia. That is Philadelphia. That, those two words are a true great description of what it is to be an artist for myself in Philadelphia. It's the love that you can receive. It's the grind and the grit that makes it real. It's real love, man. Like, mm, mm, it's something mm. tangible that I can feel. It's something that I know I'm safe in Philadelphia. That's the best way I can explain it. That is beautiful. So. Thank you so much. Thank you, too, Ray. Please, y'all stay safe, stay healthy, stay Thank home you. for a while. Thank you, sir. Have Be a good one. Thank you. Ray. So that was hilarious. I love too, Ray. He, he was, was amazing. Awesome. We need to laugh. And now it's time for some good news. So right now, let's give it up for our girl, Anya Lachelle from Philly Live on NBC10. Anya, give us some good news, please. Hey, Anya. Hi, guys. How Hi. are you doing? It's another week. Here we are. And now another <laughs> week in the new normal. You know what? It's funny. I saw someone tweet today. 
we should stop saying new normal because this is new, but there's nothing normal about it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty good point. Yeah, it feels like we're like living in a movie, like someone wrote this script. I don't know who's the leading character, but it's it's scary, you know, it, yeah. it's a lot. It's but it's unknown. beautiful to see the positive and the acts of kindness that are coming out of this, you know? It's kind of like when we get to our lowest point, that's when we also get to see our highest point as well. We get to bring out the humanity in everybody. I feel what are you like. seeing this week out there? Oh my goodness. So this week, some of the top stories that uh, I covered on NBC10, it's all about the food right now. Food is probably one of the greatest needs with people losing their jobs. The city teamed up with Bill Abundance and the Share Food Program to open 20 free food pickup sites earlier in the week. And then later in the week, they decided to open 40. So they give these out twice a week. No idea is required. You just come, you pick up one box per family, and it has food that can last for up to five days. So if there's anyone out there who's in need of food right now, especially not knowing when you're able to go back to work, they're giving nearly 16,000 boxes of free food every week at this point. Um, Phil Abundance so. is an awesome organization. Okay, and, Phil Abundance. And I mean, it's amazing to see the lines every morning, and it's so important right now. And it's yeah. uplifting. Those are the stories, and that's what not only people want to hear, but need to know. I think about so many of the schools that you know are now closed, and some students, that's where they were getting their primary meals throughout the day. That's what makes a difference, and that's what makes it less scary that we're, you know, looking out for one another, you're looking out for your community and your neighbor, and that's what we need to hear. And then that's what a lot of people need right now, period, to know that those services are available to them. And calls yeah. of action. So it's good to know that Phil Abundance is this, this pace that's supplying. So now we also know who to help out, who to donate to. And the Share Food Program. Yeah, Phil okay. Abundance and the Shared Food Program have teamed up with the city for this. They need all the help that they can get at this point. Anya, tell us about the restaurant program that got fired up this week by so many entrepreneurs. Philly restaurants are finding a way to stay alive. A group of local organizers teamed up with Mark Vetri and some other top chefs in the city to create the Save Philly Eats initiative. It's a website that you can go on and you basically get to purchase these unique food experiences. You buy them now and you can enjoy them later. So it's everything from top chef Jen Carroll coming to your home, cooking, you know, a five-star meal for a family of 10 what? to these private tours to discounts on gift cards. I mean, I'm talking like 30% off of a $100 gift card to your favorite restaurants or bakeries like Isgro's, for example. Um, and so it's a way to help keep the restaurant business afloat because you're purchasing now so that they can use that money to pay for their rent, to continue to pay the staff, to continue to pay for their staff's health insurance, which is most important during this time. And so I really think it's a great initiative. I already have my eye on a few things. That stuff's <laughs> going fast. Those auction items are really moving. I know. But the good thing is that more and more restaurants are continuing to sign up as they become aware of this. And so the options I feel like are going to be endless. That's great. Every time we think about Philadelphia and our region and our community, even the restaurant scene, we, we know those names. You know, you said Jen Carroll, we know Jose Garces and folks that are truly a part of our community. And the fact that these folks are involved, that, that means something. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's truly, truly a positive of sign and a, a great story to hear about. Yeah. And you know, one thing that Mark Vetri said in his interview to me, he said, you know, there are no big shots right now. Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's out of business. Everybody's fighting to keep their business open or continue to pay their staff. We all need to help each other. And I love that because 
to pe- really put it into perspective, yes, we're in a pandemic, but I feel like it's bringing us closer together than ever before because it's reminding people that we all are struggling. Everybody's struggle might be different in some way, but we're all struggling and we all need help. And so to see people step up and provide that help, I love to see that from our city. I it's love the to compassion, see that. it's the humanity. That's what is uniting everyone right now, exactly. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We're all trying to survive, but we will survive. And that's the yep. beauty out of all of this. We will overcome. And that's I think right. that this will make us a stronger society than ever before. There's right? light at the end of the tunnel. We will definitely appreciate human connection more than ever when we come out of this. I can't wait to mm. hug, kiss, and all that. Like, I just can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I miss my mama. Yeah. I talk yeah. to my hey. sisters more now ever than before, where we're constantly FaceTiming. They're both in the medical field. So it's you You want to make sure that you're uplifting other people's spirits as well. And we share funny stories and on Instagram, um, even Netflix, you know, has viewing parties and there's apps where you can play games through your phone and through zoom and it's it's connecting in a new way for us yeah awesome thanks anya thank you guys for having me you know i love that we get to share the positive moments and all of this i really love that so thank you for having me thank you for talking about this and putting this out there hopefully we're lifting people up we are i believe it this is it's coming from a good place we're in it together this is our community and i get to see you guys a lot more so i like that yes we get to see all up in your house so i like that You cleaned this week, by the way. You're not going to keep coming at my neck now. Come on. (laughs) You know, I'll own the cooking. Fine. But we're not going to keep coming at my neck. Yeah, what you cooked last night, Rachel? We had a lovely chicken breast, Brussels sprouts, and then this pepperoni bread. And I had a glass of wine or two. Very nice. All right. Well, speaking of a good meal. Joining us now, Chef Jose Garces, Iron Chef, Philadelphia favorite, and a good dad. You've been held up with teenagers, huh? Yeah, a 13 and a 17-year-old, uh, an older daughter, younger son, Olivia and Andres. It's been good to be able to, like, you know, really connect with them. I mean, at this point, like, we're connected. And, uh, <laughs> but it's been, it's been a lot of fun to kind of keep them going, you know, as far as just activities that they started. They went back to online school this Wednesday. Lots of walks keeping our social distance, but, you know, getting some exercise. So have you started any new family activities or what have you created? Yeah, a couple things. We cook a lot at home. I've been cooking all of our meals. So, you know, Lucky my kids, Yeah. <laughs> eventually when they get out on their own, they're going to be like, I really love dad's cooking. I can't wait for that, that moment that they might have. But I think We've been cooking a lot, and so we decided that I was going to start giving some home cooking tips for guests, fans, etc., through our social media channel. So my daughter is a great; she's really into photography and videography. So she's been shooting me doing some doing some cooking, and my son's been kind of like art directing it. And so we did our first video this past week, posted it on Instagram and on YouTube at Chef Jose Garces. Home-cooked salmon and salsa verde with asparagus. And some kind of like nice Garces tips in there in terms of marinades and sauces. And so that's been fun. We also, at my place, I have a green roof on top of our house. Wow. So we're going to start a really nice garden project, kind of an urban garden project. So we're starting to get the soil ready. We've been working on kind of a plot plan. And they've been picking out some of the herbs that they like and some veggies that will work well with, with our soil. So... Cooking, gardening, 
And yeah, you know, really, I think a focus on physical activity I've made them kind of give me, hey, guys, I want to know what you're doing for 60 minutes today. And if they don't have a plan, then I, I make one for them. So. <laughs> Jose, can I ask you a, a practical daddy celebrity chef question, though? So sure. I'm curious, like, how often you cook? Is there meal prep? Do you guys do leftovers? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. is every day fresh in the, in the garden? Yeah, no, that's. That's a good question. I cook a lot. I enjoy it, obviously, but I, I, I really enjoy cooking for my family. I've made breakfast, lunches for my kids and dinners, obviously, for, for their whole lives. But now in this in this situation, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of preparation that goes on. We, you know, a lot of like dietary restrictions. My daughter is gluten-free. She also likes to be more vegetarian, so more meatless. There's been a lot of good advances, I think, in meatless products out there. Mm-hmm. So I actually found... I found this great. It's by a company called Melissa's. They have a product called Soy Riso, which is a... Oh, yeah. Uh, I know that. It tastes like Mexican trees. I, I mean, you really couldn't tell the difference. So it's a great... I use it as an additive, sautéed with potatoes, or I might add it to some veggies with like soft scrambled eggs for like a like a soft veggie taco sort of thing. So, Jose, I'm, I'm losing my mind real quick because... Yeah, as you're speaking, I have like 50 dozen questions because you are the guru. But as you're talking about like soy riso, now I'm like, I'm curious about your meatless preferences. Does that mean that you don't do, do you do like the non-soy based other meats and stuff, especially since your kids have different yeah. tastes? Like do you do the... Yeah, we've done some uh, some jackfruit we like. There's a seitan product transform into like a picadillo. So more like, you know, a Cuban style, kind of like has like a ground beef texture. But then I add the capers, the onions, the, the sofrito to give it a lot of flavor. Don't get me wrong, I love my meats, but I think there's, yeah. there's a lot out there. And it's also just really good vegetable cooking. I do um, a couple like stir fries that really, you're like, well, I don't need any meat here. You know, like- Oh, dish, dish, Jose, dish, dish, dish. What kind of stir fry? <laughs> I'm writing down recipes. Right? right? <laughs> Dinner this evening, go. <laughs> This is a quick one. So in our vegetable pantry, we usually have broccoli, asparagus, carrots, maybe like spinach, uh, any of these things that are in your veggie pantries. And then I like brown rice versus white rice. So I'll cook white rice and then I'll par cook my veggies. I'll make kind of egg ribbons. So kind of like a soft scrambled egg to throw in there, like a traditional fried rice application. And then once those things are par cooked, I get a hot pan put a little garlic and ginger, the rice to get crispy. I'll put the veggies on top and boom, stir fry it together. Yeah, you you know, again, I'm enjoying kind of this aspect of exploring home cooking in in this situation where we have to be, you know, a little more conservative. And so, yeah, I mean, to the point where I want to show you guys this. So we have have my red solo cup with my name on. (laughs) Look at the way. This is like a college... I was, I was literally going to ask you, can we transition a little bit more? We talked about the family and the children. Do you have yeah. any fun concoctions, drinks, mixtures that you like to dabble with? Pandemic day drinking. It's good. No. You know, <laughs> hey. I'm a tequila guy. I like Clase Azul and I like Don Julio Reposado. So those are semi-aged tequilas. I don't like a hangover anymore. I, I don't like to feel. No, I feel the same way. Yeah. I want to feel good, but I want the benefit of the spirit. So I find that that tequila reposado is really, I have it on the rocks. I have it with just a squeeze of lime. 
And if you want to put like, they have all these great seltzer waters out there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just add it, maybe just a little touch of that for whatever citrus flavor you want. The calories are low. Oh, and, I like that. I like yeah, that. And, and then, you know, you have like two of those, three if you're feeling good. And that's probably, and that's it for me. I'm, you know, I'm a wine drinker, really love rosé. The fact that now we get to hear more about you and your family life and how you're keeping all of these things going, it's uplifting and it's positive for us because it shows that whether you're trying to figure out cooking at home, whether it's spending more time with family, we're all as a community in this together right now. Absolutely. And, you know, I think as a society, this is giving us a pause, giving us some time maybe to reflect on how we manage our lives. And so I, I look at it as an opportunity to really do that and do some self-reflection, uh, improve kind of how I, how I go about my days, how I interact with my family. You know, it's, it's a good time to improve all of those relationships. I view it as an opportunity and we will get through this on the other end. You know, from a business standpoint, our industry is going to evolve and change, the restaurant industry that is. What do you see as the future of the restaurant industry? Yeah, well, I think there's going to be uh, a period of time where um, congregating and gathering is going to be not looked upon as a positive thing, at least initially. I believe that will certainly evolve over time with more confidence. But it's going to be a little bit of a rough patch for, for a while here. And I kind of have already been thinking about where this was going prior to the, the situation is, you know, I really feel like it is restaurant quality, high quality ingredients and preparations mostly delivered to your home in a way that is fast, affordable, efficient. Big restaurants are probably going to diminish quite a bit. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting time. I think a lot of evolution. And if you're a creative person, you're passionate about what you do, I think the sky's the limit. I was interested in, since, since you do so much for the community, how do you see this looking for the Gosh's Foundation and what's going to be expected or what you guys are going to do in the future? Because, man, we're going to need you now more than ever, right? Yeah, that community is pretty heavily impacted. You know, there are a lot of cases in South Philadelphia in where this community lives. You know, they use a lot of public transportation. There's a lot of, the, you know, information doesn't flow as much. So we're doing our best to keep them informed and teach them safe habits during this time. The community also, there might be a shift, right? If there aren't as many restaurant jobs, where's that workforce going to go? Right. So that's, most of those folks are here to help their families really improve their lives. And so we look forward to being with them by their side in the future. As hosts, when we think about love and grit, we think about, you know, everything that our city and the region represents. We think about determination. We think about um, looking out for one another, um, our well-being, and just being compassionate and neighborly. When you hear love and grit, what does that mean to you? What does that mean when it comes to your family or being this chef that is so well-known? These uncertain times, love and grit, what does that mean to you? Well, you know, it's funny. I was doing a little background on, on the show and I saw the name. Now, that's a, that's a really catchy name, Love and Grit. And I really thought you guys captured the essence of Philly. And that's really, I think, what Philly is all about is that, you know, we're passionate people. We're folks that are, are caring and loving. But there's a certain grit and determination that comes from within, from being here, from being in the community. So... When I think of love and grit, you guys did it for me, brought me back 
to Philadelphia, what it's all about. And that will always hold true for me. Good Thanks, job. Jose. Good naming. Good work. What a compliment. And thank you for all that you do, Jose, really. Thank you for all you've done for Philly and beyond. Like, yeah, you're so. such an important member of our community and, yes. and a leader. Definitely. My pleasure. I'm happy to contribute, happy to have been a part of this vibrant scene. I've been really proud of the city and have watched it grow. You know, I, I've moved from uh, New York in 2000. I've been here uh, 20 years. So I've seen all the different cycles that it's gone through. This bump will only be a bump. We will certainly rise from it and be better. I was, you know, the last five years, I've really gotten so excited about the development, the community, the way people have come together. It's been great to see. So I think on the other side of this situation, it really will continue to thrive and be loving and, and gritty. Jose Garcia for giving us some time because that's a busy man. I don't care if he's at home or not. I still know he's plenty busy, right? His that's kids it. are lucky. I mean, yeah. can you imagine having an iron chef cooking you three meals? Ryan, hey, can I come over to your house, please? <laughs> Rob did. No, Rob I said did. Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I was you know what? He wanted. Look, oh. Marge. Look, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going there. We are not going there right now. Listen, y'all. Like we said, the laughs don't stop just because we're all in the house. And that's what Love and Grit is here for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.